0: welcome back to the coffee hour i'm andy bates
1: i'm sarah Golseth.
0: that was nice to get to head to the philippines talk with pastor Mm -hmm. james to learn more about what's going on in theological education in the philippines now coming back to the states here and we're just going to go across the river a little bit is that okay
1: (laughs) Sure. Sounds good. It's, it's
0: not quite as far, but we still, we're still going to use the phone and uh, technology to check in with our guest. Our guest today, the Reverend Merritt Dembski, is pastor at Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Waterloo, Illinois. Pastor Dembski, great to have you back on the Coffee Hour.
1: Good to be back.
0: So we have a fun topic. It's not fair. Uh, I understand you have a sermon <laughs> series on this, too. So uh, that's... That's, yeah.
1: It's, uh, the time. congregation I'm at typically does a sermon series during the summer. And so with everything going on, we decided to look at some of those things that some of those uh, accounts in scripture that people might be tempted to look at and think, maybe God's not as nice as we usually think he is. Or, you know, some of the things that when you're in conversations with people, people go to and say, how can you say God's nice when he did this? Or that God loves when he did that? So that was kind of the, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not fair. <laughs>
0: So, so for example, like the pandemic, why would God allow or even cause maybe a horrible pandemic that seemingly adversely affects the very people he loves? That doesn't seem very fair. What about that? Yeah, I, is that what you're
1: yeah. <laughs> well I'm glad over the next two hours we'll be able to dig into this and have a discussion. Um there's are so many times when we don't we don't have the answer why to questions that we might ask. We have we have God's promise through Christ of eternal life, and yet we we face times in this world of sin and brokenness that there is suffering, there is sickness, there is um, there is pain as a result of the fall, and, and so we can uh, see that no matter what is happening in this life, we are brought back in repentance and faith to Christ. We see the, the consequences of sin, which is death. Uh, and, and for many people in our world, uh, there are many people who face mortality all the time due to sickness or the type of job that they do. But for many people, they, they never think about mortality. They don't think about death. And and this is a time that actually brings us to acknowledge that wait I don't actually have control I'm not actually the one that that can can save myself and, and, and uh, sadly but but you know with every the way all of this has been talked about um, and all the the fear that is produced and the anxiety in people it actually gives us an opportunity to say well see there's this guy I know who died but then he defeated death for you <laughs> and mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not as though death never existed until this COVID stuff came, but we do see it now in a, in a in a in a broader way that we're not used to seeing it in our lifetimes. And so it's a time pulling us to repentance and faith, uh, discipline, shaking us loose of some of the things that we might have been caught up in in our lives of neglecting our faith, neglecting God's promises and God's gifts, and and pulling us back to trust in Him that much more. So we don't always get a full answer to the why, but it's certainly an opportunity to repent and to return to Christ and uh, the promises that he gives. So we hold on to those. Yeah, there's certainly been a lot more opportunity to share the gospel with people and to talk about what Jesus has done, because, uh, you know, we are faced with uh, death kind of head on right now. And and it can be a little scary, but we do have that hope in Christ, which is Mm -hmm. uh, we should I mean, we should be telling everybody about that right now. <laughs> yeah, that is the hope that we have. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So how can how can God be both just and merciful? A lot of times we think about maybe not we there, there's common uh, misconceptions that uh that God is angry in the old testament and Kind in the new testament uh is is that true or or is that a, a misreading of scripture well, I, it's it's not the case that there's some sort of one God in the Old Testament and another God in the New Testament or something like that we we see a, a wonderful consistency of God being just and having wrath against sin and not standing for sin and yet being slow and and patient, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. So it's it's not something that we see all the time, though, because we usually approach scripture so self centeredly, if that's a phrase. But <laughs> looking at, at it for ourselves, you know, we mm-hmm. we look at it and say, uh, where do I fit in here? What about me? And we're so used to our cultural assumptions that, you know, whatever I think is good is good and whatever I think is wrong is wrong. And, you know, approaching Scripture through the lens of our morality and our ideas. And so anything that doesn't seem good to us automatically is is bad. And anything that doesn't Seem happy and, and right instead of approaching it through the lens of Christ, through the lens of, of what God says is right and wrong. And, you know, when you, uh, I remember hearing a theologian a number of years ago, a guy named R.C. Sprawl, at some big round table discussion, someone asked that very question. If Since God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, why was he so harsh with Adam and Eve? And he sat up in his chair and he said, What? He's like, These, This creature from the dirt, you know, disobeys the everlasting holy God, and he clothes them, and he had said, you're going to die on the day you eat of this fruit, and he continues to preserve them and gives them a promise of of life and keeps them from eternal suffering in the garden, and we ask why he wasn't, why he was so harsh, (laughs) like, how is he not, so much more harsh, and and so when we when we realize that uh, sin is sin is sin, you know that um, you know James talks about if you if you break one part of the law, you've broken all the law. Uh, I usually talk about that picture of a kid swinging on a swing. If you use a bolt cutter and cut one of those chain links, that kid's going flying. Doesn't matter if it's you near know, the top near the bottom. You know, like that swing's done, and you know the same thing. The law is broken, and we deserve punishment and so we we sit back every day praising God that he is just that we pray that the day will come when Christ comes back and wipes away all the injustice all the sin all the all the bad stuff in this world and we thank him that through Christ we're not going to be a part of that <laughs> we're not going to be one of the ones wiped away and washed away like in the flood we're going to be we're going to be with him because of what Jesus has done for us so our our whole life ends up being a a daily Receiving the gifts that He gives, and holding on to those promises that He has given to us through Jesus, and praising Him that even though we deserve punishment, even though we deserve um, for His wrath to come on us because of all the sin that's going through us in our in our thoughts, in our the things that are coming out of our mouths, the things that our our bodies are doing, we praise Him that through Jesus. He he is just because he put all that punishment on Jesus, and yet he's merciful because that punishment didn't land on us. And so we see God is perfectly just, perfectly merciful, which Paul even talks about specifically, that God didn't just ignore sin, he He dealt with sin, he dealt with it through Jesus. And so we see in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, God takes sin very seriously. And yet, he is slow to anger, he is abounding in steadfast love, as the psalmists say again and again and again as they're praising God. So we can thank him that He he's not this changeable, inconsistent God that just flies off the handle Instead, he's the true creator who is consistent, and yet he's patient with us and wants all of us to come to repentance and faith. So we go out into this world proclaiming the good news of Jesus, his death and resurrection, to forgive our sins.
0: Since he's God, he can be both just and merciful at the same time, whereas our human minds, we don't quite <laughs> comprehend that fully, I think, um, what it means to be both a just God and a merciful God at the same time, because we kind of see things one dimensionally, I think, quite often. And, and we, as you pointed out earlier, we look at the scriptures and we look at God through our own lens of our our, our own self-serving lens of, uh, of me. And that's where our definition, I think, of fair is distinct from this; the, these characteristics of God of Him being just and merciful at the
1: same time. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things of you know, praise God that He's not fair in the sense that <laughs> when we've done something to someone. That he doesn't just wipe us out immediately, because that would be fair to that person. You know, we'd be that wicked person in that situation. And yet, he has patience with us, and, and brings us to reconcile with people and to receive his gifts. So God um, is wonderfully loving toward us, even though we don't deserve it.
0: Mm. Thanks be to God uh, that he mm-hmm. is. Absolutely. He's not fair, but rather just and merciful, all at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Pastor Dembski, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour today and uh, for talking about It's Not Fair.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to be here.
0: Thanks. Well, coming up tomorrow on the Coffee Hour, special edition of the Coffee Hour, the next two days, we have our special extended edition for Share So we get a full hour of Coffee Hour with you over the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hope you can join us for Share Lots of great guests lined up, great topics. Tomorrow also happens to be. The, uh, the anniversary of the presentation of the Augsburg Confession. So we're going to dig into that uh, as well with one of our great guests here on the Coffee Hour. Mm-hmm. Thanks so I'm much good. for joining us this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm Andy Bates.
1: I'm Sarah Golseth.